Hey, I'm Byron. And I'm Natalie. We're married. Husband and wife. And this is a Marriage and Family Podcast. We will be documenting our lives together. Along with anything else we can think of. This is Couples Co-op. <laughs> On the day. Are we going to be recording this for days? We'll record this for days. To be fair, we have been talking about this movie for the past almost week. We watched it almost a week ago now. You scooching? Let me just get up here. <laughs> um yeah i think we talked about it a while ago (laughs) no we watched it a while ago we watched it on a couple days and it's been a while so informative since it's been and um it was good thank you for listening to really dry (laughs) i don't like what you just said uh rate and review us on ice what (laughs) 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 scratch it start it over you gotta no. pull up our notes. I gotta pull up the notes first. I stepped on glass. Are you gonna bring that into this? I'm bring Do you that have into to this. whine to everybody I about your whine injury? Everybody about it. It hurts. Byron's it got hurts. a big old gash in his foot. I have a gash in my foot because my toddler attacked me with a glass bowl. <laughs> she set it out as a trap. Yes, she did. No, I stepped on glass and now my foot's open. Yes. And I mean, it was it was to go get her seconds on food too. Yeah, it was to get her more blueberries. Was that what it was? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even think we ended up getting her more blueberries. I no, think we just called it a day. It was pot pie. We were having pot pie. Oh, it was pot pie. You're right. And she had run out. You're right. And yeah, now you have an injury on the, like, the side of your foot yeah. where your shoe just squeezes right squeezes on it. Squeezes right on it. All right. We are talking about the prestige. Yes. So by now you, you should have watched it because honestly, I feel like any other movie episode It'd be fine if you didn't actually watch the movie if you don't really care about spoilers. But this one, guys, just turn it off if you haven't watched it yet. Watch the movie. We gave but you a couple go weeks. go and watch it and then come back because yeah. we want you to watch this movie. Yes. It's so good. So we are going to talk spoilers, clearly. Yes. Um, but it's not just that. The reason that I say that is because it's not just about the spoilers for this movie. It's about... The experience. The yes, like this is one of those movies that you can only watch once. You can and only. There's only one first time. There's only one it. first time, but you can watch it again, and then it's a whole nother experience because yeah. you catch a lot more the second time. It's like knives oh, out. Oh, it's so good. It's like knives out or Inception or like Tenet. Right. Or there's whatever. like layers to it. Yeah, where like when you get to the end, you're like. Oh my goodness! Right, and you can only experience that one time, so we don't want to waste it. Yes, you gotta you watch it and then come back and listen to this and listen to us talk about it. Yeah, and maybe you have thoughts as well because I feel like I continue to have thoughts because there are so many hidden messages and things within it that you could just talk for days about. For days, we did. We talked for days. Yeah, we stayed up too late the the <laughs> night that we watched it again. Yeah, we watched it and then we and then went we to just bed. Sat, we literally well, sat in bed for probably like an hour. I I I don't know about an hour. Over an hour. I mean, we like made up our outline for this, and that took a good hour plus. Over an hour. But then, yeah, we just stayed up and chatted for a mm-hmm. good amount of time. It just oh, yeah. I love these kind of movies. Yeah, I love it. I so love you've it. been warned. Yes. But please come back because yes. it's worth it. Yes. But goodbye to you who haven't seen haven't it. Seen it. <laughs> and hello to people who are joining us for our very first book club episode. Book club episode. Movie club. <laughs> book club, movie club. We'll, we'll get a name for it. 
but um yeah you're, you're so close we're gonna we're gonna do episodes like this from time to time we're gonna announce a movie weeks in advance so that mm-hmm. you have time to watch it and then we'll 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 talk about it yeah it's a good time yeah we chose this movie because it was um it's been a favorite of bar both of both of us right i watched it before we like you watched it and then right. i showed it to you you showed it to me while, while we, we were, were dating yeah while we were dating mm-hmm. yeah and it, it instantly was a favorite of mine mm-hmm. but we only see it we only saw it that one time and then just like last week we watched it well my my second time right your third yep but but you you bought it for me for something mm, a present it was a present was for it um, some occasion in which i get presents on christmas Remember Christmas. Was it that recent? I don't think it was that recent. I think it was because I got you your watch and your Oh, it could have been book. because it was still in its packaging, which I mean yeah. happens anyways because yeah. we know we want it and we love it. Yeah. But we it just doesn't mean we have, have to watch it right now. <laughs> it is a commitment. It's a it's an intellectual commitment. Right. So, okay, brief plot synopsis. Mm-hmm. We do this. I realized in our last uh, movie episode we totally missed this yeah in our batman one we didn't do a brief plot synopsis that's another good one that you have to watch once and then you get to experience it for the first time and then every time after that you're just analyzing it which we've only seen it the once yeah just in theaters it just came out on uh, hbo max and and for you could buy it on the google play store oh all right well that little plug right there yeah. okay so here we go the prestige at the end of the 19th century, two magicians are feuding with one's life in the balance. Obsessed with creating the best stage illusion, they engage in competitive one-upmanship with fatal results. Bum, bum, bum. Seriously. It's intense, man. It is. It's a really intense movie. Oh, goodness. It is a movie that you really need to watch more than once to like fully understand. Like, for sure. Right. Like, I remember after the first viewing, I definitely had a lot of questions for you at the end of it. Mm -hmm. And then I remember during this viewing, my second time, I was picking up on a lot of things. Not only because I knew the ending, but also just because I was a lot more, I knew to be more intuitive to what was happening. Because most movies, you were like, all right, this is like my brain shut off time. But... Not this one. Yeah, no, this one's a very, like, you can't be on your phone while you're watching it. You can't be doing other, you can't be folding laundry. No no potty breaks. Like, you're sitting (laughs) and you're watching the movie and nothing else because it takes all of your attention to figure out what's going on. And And I love it. I mean, it's just mostly because the way that the story is told is super unique. Right. And can be, like, really difficult to follow if you're not fully, like, paying attention. Yeah. I would say that's probably one thing that could be a negative about this movie is it jumps between time periods like within these the two main characters right. lives quite a bit it and it doesn't like, like there's no like wording or anything at the bottom that tells you present day past or mm-hmm. whatever because uh, it, or... it starts right off with christian bale's character in court and yeah. with michael kane's character talking about like the setup you know turn and, and mm-hmm. prestige of a magic trick yeah and and that's where it starts is him getting like thrown in jail at, yeah. like, in court and then it you know shows him in his courtroom or his the jail room and then he gets the you know the book and he's reading the book and within it it talks about the other character Hugh Jackman's character mm-hmm. reading Christian Bale's character's book right and then throughout <laughs> that you actually see Christian Bale actually getting the book in which he's been reading and you're like what yeah and then you so see the other is... guy getting the book in which yeah. he's reading to read write the book that Christian Bale has yeah. and it's it's all it's all over the place it's very confusing if you're not <laughs> 
really like just in tune to the movie that's kind of a big deal is to just watch the movie and don't like people who just do other stuff while watching a movie make me crazy honey you do that unless you've seen the movie before if i haven't seen the movie before okay that's true or it, like if there are certain types of, like this type of movie like this movie specifically i won't do anything like anytime that i watch it i'll sit and watch the movie yeah and it's the same thing with like batman the dark knight if i watch that movie i'm watching even that though movie. you've already seen it a bajillion I've, I've probably times. seen that more than any other movie in my entire life and i'd sit down and watch it tonight <laughs> and then probably sit down and watch it again tomorrow night okay let's do it <laughs> i've done that like when i was younger like i would literally put the movie on play it all the way through and then the next day be like oh man i gotta watch it again wow. and then i would sit and watch it again all the way through the next day yeah all right i'm i'm gonna move on from that because we could keep talking about so that good. maybe we'll do a book club episode about that see, one okay that mm, see we could i don't want to talk about this we have so many other things to talk about uh, <laughs> okay Okay, obviously there's so many layers to this movie. We're mm -hmm. probably not going to necessarily go in order, but these right. are just like thoughts that we have about the movie, right? Yeah. Just like as they came to us. Yeah. So, okay, so the movie, like the the premise, like the story, I guess, starts off with uh, them, like the two main characters are like uh, when they plants. Meet. Yeah, when they're plants yeah. in the audience for another magician who's um, like doing like the, you know, tie lady up and throw her in a tank of water and she escapes with magic. Right. <laughs> um, and they come up and they're supposed to tie a specific type of knot or whatever. Yeah. And Christian Bale's character gets cocky and he like ties the wrong kind of knot and the lady drowns. Supposedly. And that's Hugh Jackman's character's wife. Right. Who and, he would kiss the leg of. Right. Every time. <laughs> and, um, but that's kind of the, the thing is that he, at, at the end of all of that, it was like, which knot did you tie? He's like, I don't know. Yeah. And so, so that that was something that Hugh Jackman's character got super frustrated about because yeah. he's like, how how can you not know? Like it's something that you did, right? And so we were just talking about this. Yeah. Here we go into literally yeah. stop listening if you haven't <laughs> seen this movie. Yeah. The big. So twist. we were talking right with the big twist. Like we were talking about, well, what if one twin was the one that. Was okay, up there on hold stage on. Let's just explain this it. big twist for a second. Oh, ta-da! <laughs> Fallon and Alfred, yes. so Christian Bale's character, are the same person. Yes. Which was like a huge revelation that they saved for like the last ten minutes of the movie. Right. It was like a whoa, this is crazy. Right, because yeah, he had this big trick of the what was it? The teleported man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and they, people literally nobody could figure out how he was doing it. They were like, it has to be a double, but we. Like we don't know how. We don't know how because yeah. it's it couldn't be a double because it's the identical guy. Like, there's right. no way. So in that, with that information, like, they traded off being the main character. Or yeah. Or the Christian Bale's main character. So, but, not, uh, but not just on stage. In life, in too. In life, yeah. It lived as act. Yeah. So in this situation, though, like, which character which twin. which twin actually went up and tied the knot mm -hmm. because there were two twins with two distinctly different personalities right. if you actually watch it again with this through this lens of knowing that they're twins you yeah. can see which is which and when they are which right which is which one is a lot more intense and angsty yeah. and he's uh, the like obsessed in, one right ups, like right obsession like he needs everything to be perfect mm -hmm. and he doesn't right. have any patience like, for anybody else. He he's quote unquote the bad one, and then the other one is like the family guy. Yeah, uh, well, not family guy. That's different. No, honey, like family guy. Like family. Man. Like he's right. He's the one that married and had a kid with Sarah. 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 Yes, yes. There's a lot of names. Yes, he's the one who met Sarah, who's the his wife. And he's probably 
Sorry, I cut you off. No, I was saying I was going to say that he's probably just just dad. Yeah, yes, and he's probably the quote unquote like genius of the twins, where he has like the big ideas and figures things out. Right. Because there was that one scene where they were trying to figure out um, how because uh, through how the Hugh, through the context, yeah. like Hugh Jackman's character went and got the machine from Nikolai Tesla. Right. And then he did the teleported man, and then they're trying to figure out how he does it. Right. Because he's not just going across the stage, he's going across the whole room. Right. In less than a second. So yeah, there was that big thing where he was like, how could you not know? How could you not figure it out by now? Right. Well, he was yelling at Fallon, which yeah. is his twin. Which is the one. And so yeah. that like tells me that one of them was like the smart one. Yeah. And clearly because the other one was the one that was going off angry, it's the family guy who's the, the more like one. intellectual yeah. one. Right. When it comes to like behind the scenes tricks and stuff. Yeah, so that's what that's one of the things that you just don't know which twin does what at when right. though. So like when they're on stage, especially at doing the beginning, the tie, you don't know. You just don't know because they they don't give that distinction yet. Right. But they do allude to it through the entire movie. Oh my goodness, that we, there's different. Like we sat there and watched, and every time we were like, "It's the twin reference," I, we'd like tap each other and be like, "There it is." It's they're talking about it, right? Um, which you don't realize until the second yeah. time you watch it through. Yeah, but the whole like overarching theme of this entire movie is mm-hmm. just pure unadulterated obsession right yeah that's it yeah it's and the effect it has on you personally and the Mm -hmm. people around you yeah and that's that's the that's the whole thing so like um julia the one who died at the beginning that was the stage assistant that was hugh jackman's character's Mm -hmm. wife like she was a victim of obsession because christian bale's character wanted to make it better right he was obsessed with making it the best possible trick that it can be Mm -hmm. and And he felt like making it this other knot would make that happen yeah and then they're like stealing each other's tricks their obsession over doing it better and Mm -hmm. more flashy or yeah and trying to figure out how the other one did it Mm -hmm. and and yeah it's just it's a it's a deeply seated obsession but ultimately it starts off with this with the death of you know christian bale's character being cocky Mm -hmm. and that's what shoots hugh jackman's character into this like i need to destroy this man yeah obsession like, right true obsession right because there's like this big feud and that's yeah. really what kicks it off that's what kicks off the feud yeah yeah and that's something that one of the okay that's that's one of the thing that leads into this like next idea that this movie doesn't really have a hero yeah and i didn't that i did not realize that until you pointed that out to me yeah like, that was like a whoa at the end of the movie you're like nobody won Right. Like, everybody lost. <laughs> yeah, you're not really cheering at the end. Yeah. It's it's literally just a movie about villains and their victims. Right. That's it. Mm-hmm. Like, there, there's no... Yeah, there's no hero. Nobody got saved during the process of this movie. Mm. Like, everybody lost somebody else mm-hmm. and, and or were, was killed. <laughs> right. Like, it's... Yeah, it was just a really intense... And that's kind of this idea that, like your deep seated obsession can like it will destroy you and your relationships and your life mm-hmm. if you get super far into it because mm-hmm. the i mean the victims were like people around them like sarah which was uh christian bale's character's wife mm-hmm. she ends up spoiler alert killing herself yeah because she just couldn't deal with the fact that literally she's married to two people right without knowing and it some and days, they're, right they're so fickle they keep right. going back and forth some days her husband loves her, some days he doesn't. And he'll say that. Right. And and that's just, like, not a way to live. No. So she, yeah, she's a victim. Olivia, Scarlett Johansson's character. Um, Cutter, Michael Caine's character. Mm-hmm. Um, even, like, Jess and, you know. Yeah, Jess, like, 
the daughter character. Right, she lost her mom. Mm-hmm. She didn't have a completely present father. Right. She grew up, I mean, all the way to however old she was, in, like, a deeply broken home. Yeah, right. And then she ends up saying bye to... Her, what she believes to be her... I mean, this is a conversation that we had just recently. Yeah. Is that, did did Jess know? Did Jess know about the twins? Yeah. Because, and this is what raised this question, was there were a few times where Fallon, like, specifically picks her up to, like, care for her. Like, when... When they're fighting. When they're fighting, like, at the end, right before she mm-hmm. kills herself, he, like, comes in and is like, you don't need to listen to this. Like, I'm just going to pick you up. Covers and, her ears and, mm-hmm, and takes and, her away. Right, take her away. And then even, I think, earlier, well, there was that, something. Yeah, it was and the, so, like, um, part, when he was about to be killed, like, when he was in death row area, and the lawyer guy was coming or whatever, and he mm-hmm. was like, Lord, whatever, will you know, take your daughter or whatever. Mm. And he's like, Fallon will take care of her. He's like, not if the courts can help it. Like, yeah. you're going to do everything or whatever. So he was just leaving her with Fallon. Right. And that was just how it was going to work. Right. And so I just feel like a, a child, especially like she wasn't super young. She was old enough to mm-hmm. know things. And so I just feel like even all the makeup and stuff and to have more of a deeper relationship with Fallon than... I mean, other people around him would just look at him as this weird, quiet guy that was just around, mm-hmm. you know? But she would have, like, looked into his eyes right. and seen him care for her. Because that's the and idea And I feel like that, she knew. Like, a child can look into their father's eyes and know who they are. Right. And even though they're twins and by all intents and purposes the same person, mm-hmm. she's going to know. Right, but they're like, not actually. Like, they're yeah. trying to be, but they're not. Right. But, I mean, the Fallon-Freddy dynamic really like kind of pushes this idea that he's got like multiple personality disorder mm-hmm. and i think that's what they're trying to trick you with yeah because they, they did a lot of like foreshadowing with like the i love you and then she would like sarah would be mm-hmm. like not today which mm-hmm. you know makes it all the more you know better when you do love me because it's you know makes it special mm-hmm. and then later it's like she can't deal with it anymore so whenever he says it's not today and then it's like which makes it harder on the days you say you do because mm-hmm, i know there's gonna be another day when yeah, you don't and then like you know they bought the house yeah and then she's like i asked you earlier and you said you didn't want it. he's like you caught me in a wrong mood mm-hmm. so it's like this like bipolar mood swing like mm-hmm. crazy thing they did other foreshadowing to see that it was a, a twin situation yeah like uh one of the first ones i caught on the second watch through was when the instance in which she met fallon mm-hmm. like she it was right after Fallon was introduced, really, as a character. Right. Well, because that's, like, when he really became his own magician. And so they, right. he created Fallon. And Sarah meets Fallon. And then Fallon leaves. And then she's like, I'm pregnant. And he's like, oh, my goodness, we should have told Fallon. And it's like, why would you tell <laughs> yeah. somebody you just met that day? Right. You know? But if you know, it's like, oh, my goodness, that's probably the actual father. It, yeah, in and that so instance, you're like, that whoa! Was. Yeah, that like the father. That's a didn't huge foreshadowing. Yeah, and I mean, there's other things like obviously the hand bleeding again. Like it just happened because it did. They chiseled yeah. off the other two fingers, right? Because that was something that was another victim of the obsession was that that scene where um, mm. Hugh Jackman's character right after, like it's it's shortly after. I think the that's funeral the first. That's the first action. It's that's the first. Taken. Yeah, it's the first retaliation where he goes to do the bullet catch and he loads an actual bullet and tries yeah. to shoot him and Fallon tackles him over and he shoots his fingers off instead. So in order for them to have to match, they have to cut off the other guy's fingers, which right. would freaking suck. Jeez. I'd be like, nope, this is the end of the trick. We're oh done. We're gonna come goodness. out as two different people. Right. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, 
But so, yeah, that was that was foreshadowing as well. And I mean, just other situations where like they have to try to keep continuity with each other. So Jess is like, all right, we're going to the zoo. And he's just like, no, I have to work. It's like, oh, but you promised. He's like, if I promised, then I promised. So mm-hmm. we're going to the zoo, I guess. Right. Just let me finish up a few things. Mm-hmm. And it's because the other one promised. And that just didn't tell that one. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you just have to like save face. Yeah. You just didn't know. Oh, goodness. It'd be a crazy way to live, but that's kind of the thing at the beginning of the movie when they're not feuding and they have to go watch that old Chinese man and figure out how he does the fishbowl trick. Mm-hmm. And that that's kind of what the that sets up this idea yeah. of like living out your whole ma- your whole act. Yeah, and you saw it on his face; like he was so intrigued. He was so ready to it. because he had mm-hmm. already started doing that mm-hmm. um, by keeping his twin a secret, which is another thing we'll get into. We don't know if it was a twin or a clone. No, I think we figured this out. Yeah, I know. I it's a it's a yeah. It's still like a, it's a conversation, and I think that's something that's really cool about Chris Nolan movies. But we can get into that a little bit later. <laughs> um, but with the like fishbowl Asian guy, like just kind Wait, of there was so much more. To they that. basically told you what he was doing from the get go. And the other thing was like when he Sarah's character first or Sarah first meets Chris, um, Christian Bale's character. Yeah, at his like little magic trick thing where he was where just he's moving his props. Assistant. Yeah. yeah, she's with her, her nephew. Her nephew was like crying because the bird disappeared and they brought it back and he was like it's the, it's not the same one like where's his brother and where's, he's like it's yeah. sharp or whatever and it's like he he recognized i mean that's basically literally it was just telling like okay so there's one that goes into the box and one that comes out of the box and they're two different ones and that's yeah. that's the idea is and, that and one dies and one dies right yeah yeah which is how hugh jackman's character does his trick right and so it's it's telling you the end of the movie, like you were saying. Right. And then, yeah, so it's the bird metaphor, which opens up and ends the movie. Mm-hmm. Is literally just giving you the whole story. <laughs> right. Which, I mean, it's not well, like it ruins it, though. Right. You don't Because know you don't have the context to know yeah. that. But it's just crazy cool, the symbolism and, like, the metaphor that it shows. Yeah. And this is the thing that I was speaking a little bit about earlier on, like, the twin or clone thing. Oh, was yeah. whenever Fallon gets kidnapped by... Hugh Jackman's character yes. and Michael Caine and buried. He's like, you know, give me your secrets. And he gave him the, the word to, to, to do the cipher. And it was Tesla. Yeah. And then he goes to America to like look up Tesla and all that stuff. Right. Thinking That's, that this is how he does his trick. Right. Of the transporting man. The transported man. Yeah. And um, he's like, Tesla built him a machine. And Tesla was like, the machine that I thought of, like, just didn't work or whatever. So that's where we're like, all right, did Fallon and Christian Bale's character, Freddy, go over to America to learn about it and it just couldn't work? Or did he go over there and it did work, but he just cloned himself and now Fallon and him are clones? Mm-hmm. But like, or are they actually twins? Or are they actually twins? But that's, so, that's something to discuss. Right. And so we did have a discussion about this because... I don't think I had thought about this until we watched this a second time, mm-hmm. was, right, were they actually twins, or did he use the machine just once on himself and was like, this is good enough, this is whereas good, good Hugh enough. Jackman is like, I'm just going to keep cloning. Keep doing it, yeah. Because um, that was my thought I at think, the end of the movie. <laughs> right. It's it, it. Yeah, anyways. But what I think is that they're actually twins mm-hmm. because Tesla had no idea that the machine worked. Right. And so, therefore... How could Christian Bale's character have used it if it wasn't yeah. actually so a the working idea, thing? Yeah, the idea was they revealed later that Scarlett Johansson double-crossed Hugh Jackman's character, so Olivia, mm-hmm. um, and gave him a, 
a book that was written by Christian Bale's character intentionally designed to send him on a wild goose chase, not thinking anything was going to come of it. Right. Because at the end of that book. to get rid of him for like two years. Yeah, two years. Mm -hmm. He got rid of him for two years. Because at the end of that book, he was like, that's right. And you're sitting there and I sent you on a wild goose chase and screw you. Mm -hmm. Aha, I I tricked you. And he was like, no, 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 this can't be it or whatever. And it's like, yeah, that's that's it. Mm -hmm. So I think he sent him to Tesla as like a, just to just to get him out of the way just to get right. him to america so that he could just do his trick uninterrupted for two straight years and just keep making money mm-hmm. and then um when he was there tesla actually figured out a, a pseudo way to do the trick right but i don't think he was necessarily intentional he didn't right. really know that he it was going to work the way it did mm-hmm. yeah tesla had yeah. like he's a very smart man but had no idea yeah um i do love the dynamic between like tesla and like you know thomas edison's like men coming to get him see i feel like that wasn't needed it wasn't needed but it's just cool that they acknowledge the fact that like thomas edison took a lot of credit for a lot of stuff that wasn't his right like adding in like factual history within yeah, it yeah. yeah it was just really cool um, <laughs> but yeah so i mean it just sent him on like a crazy goose chase that he he got a he got a machine out of that ended up right. improving upon the trick it's like then revealed later that like mm-hmm. with the diary that, that Christian Bale is reading in prison is, that they're using to recount yeah. this whole story is also a quote unquote fake diary. Is, yeah, also that Hugh Jackman him. had written after they thought he was dead. Yeah, and mm-hmm. he was like, "Enjoy your jail cell for my murder," mm-hmm. and he's just like, "Wait, what? What the heck is happening?" Yeah, because then it's revealed that he's actually alive. Right. Right. Oh my word! Yeah, so it's just one of those things that they both wrote fake diaries to each other, and and he was. And this just, is supposed to be a masculine movie. Yeah, <laughs> it's just one of those things. It's just like oh my goodness, but then yeah, but the the big thing that I think the movie like ends off kind of with and and starts with is that um or or Hugh Jackman's character was obsessed initially and was just spending his entire time trying to kill Christian Bale's character. Revenge for his wife's Yeah, it was, you killed my wife, Mm -hmm. so I'm going to shoot you. And then that didn't work. So then he went after him in other ways. But Christian Bale's character's main ploy or plot was always to destroy his career. His career, his character. Which he did by, he went up on stage and like Messed killed up. the bird trick. Right, he that bird trick with the spring-loaded yeah. backpack or whatever. He like made it break that lady's hands. Mm-hmm. And um, that was what he was doing. He, he got that whole show shut down. Mm-hmm. He was he went up there and he, he exclusively tried to just wreck his career. Because then later when he tries to do his own version of the teleported man with the with the actual like stunt double character mm-hmm. with the drunk actor. Right. Um he like got that drunk actor to like let him down stage and like tied him up. Mm-hmm. And then from the stage was like, enjoy my show across the across the street. Yeah. And made up made a whole like joke yeah. out of him. So that's what that's what Christian Bale's character was just trying to destroy his show, trying mm-hmm. to destroy his reputation, trying mm-hmm. to destroy destroy his character. Right. But Hugh Jackman had this big long plot to kill Christian Bale. Right, which <laughs> that was the, his character. At the end, he sent him on death row, which he yeah. did get hung for. Right, he succeeded. Yeah, eventually. Right. Um, which is crazy. Like you never think that a main character is going to die in a movie, right? And especially when it's a ma- magician. Like yeah, the even the guard kept making hints like. Well, if you're just such a great magician, like, why don't you just get out of those chains or get right. out of here? Like, you And that know. was kind of something that they had set up is this idea that it's like, I'm going to get out of here. Right. Like Prison he, escape. Yeah. Like, he's going to get out of here because he's, he's a magician. He's an escape artist. He, he can get out of places. Uh-huh. 
And I mean, technically he kind of did, but it wasn't through the way that people were thinking he was going to. Yeah, oh boy. He did. I was really, the first time I watched this, I was really expecting him not to actually die. Yeah. Just somehow. Now I will say coolest, out of there. coolest last words ever. <laughs> just that like, any anything left to say? And he just like looks around all like, you know, frantically or whatever. And he just like looks up calmly and it's just like abracadabra. And then they pull the lever and mm-hmm. it's just like, but it was, uh, it was a really good conclusion to that, to that character, mm-hmm. I guess. Okay, um, like, honestly, I still can't wrap my mind around why in the world Hugh Jackman's character (laughs) in this trick chose to kill himself every single time. Yeah, well, it's a really weird thought process of, like, Christian Bale's character was cool with splitting the spotlight between the two twins. Mm -hmm. He was like, I don't have to be the one on stage every time. It's more about the the trick than it is about the glory. Yeah, which that idea really showed his obsession because mm-hmm. he hated being understage while his double was right. getting all the glory yeah. for that trick hugh jackman was obsessed with being the one who was getting the glory right. so there couldn't be two of him mm-hmm. because then the glory would be split and mm. he couldn't so that's why that. you think he chose to I've, kill himself well that's how come like he whenever he initially tested it and he put the you know the x marks the spot and then he puts the gun right next to yeah wherever he's at so that he could like he, he he's like if it duplicates me i need to kill the other one because i'm not gonna share the but spotlight he, i feel like he said in case this goes wrong like didn't he say like in case this this goes different as planned or something i don't know but like that was the, the whole idea was the very first time that he cloned himself right. and looked at himself he immediately killed him right he was like you're dead he looked at himself straight I'm, in the face i'm not living with another one of me i'm not mm-hmm. sharing the world with myself like, yeah. or me, me with the world no like, that's a good observation because that's probably exactly why he chose to do it right i mean yeah rather than just teleport or you know cloning himself once i guess that answers my own question rather than cloning himself once and then doing the teleported man the way christian bale does yeah is he kills the clone every time every time because he's always has to be the one taking the sole credit for mm-hmm. it although the way that it works is that the one who steps onto the platform is the one who goes and gets drowned yeah but he said he doesn't know whether it's going to be him in the tank or him up on the balcony right because both of them are him yeah so when he steps on the platform he is the one in the tank and he is the one on the balcony yeah. but as soon it's, as the it's lightning kind of like a them, psychological like circle it's a it's a puzzle yeah it's like who you know who goes How on the stage or whatever but it's always in my head the original is the one who goes on the, the platform and is the one who's cloned and the clone is the one who gets to live. Mm-hmm. And then he's just copying a copy, a copy, a copy, a copy. Right. And that's just kind of how it works. Like but... the first time he did the trick, he killed his clone. Yeah. But then... Every time after every that. Every time after that, when he was like going down into the tank, he yeah. was killing his original self. So yeah. by the end of the movie, he wasn't himself anymore. Right. Which, yeah. Which is a parallel between like his wife drowning is he well, the, the, the reason in which yeah. like the method is. is because michael kane's character told him that it's like going home it's, yeah it's nice which i think wasn't that like one of the first lines of the movie michael kane's character is like narrating at the very beginning there's all the hats and stuff right but he's talking about the setup the the turnaround and the prestige like he's talking about the trick yeah he doesn't talk about the drowning thing until um until the funeral are you sure mm-hmm, oh, sure. okay and then later he's like, it's actually... It's actually agony. Agony. He said it to, to make Hugh Jackman's agony. character feel better about his wife drowning. Yeah. But then after he saw that he had been drowning himself so much, he's like, <sighs> I lied. Yeah. It's it's agony. Right. But I, I feel like he chose to do it to punish himself for watching his wife 
drowned. Yeah. Like, that's why I think that he chose that method. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, it's quote-unquote clean Mm -hmm. and easy to dispose of. I mean, it's not because it's... It's not, yeah. He has to buy all those tanks. Yeah. Like, he's clearly got money somehow. Mm -hmm. I guess at some point it was insinuated that he comes from money. Right. But, um, yeah, it's it's crazy. Which, Which, you didn't realize this until I pointed it out. His helpers that are under deck that were uh, all yeah. blind were definitely a clone as well yeah like he cloned that one blind guy into several other blind guys yeah so that there would never be any question about what's going on right <laughs> he just had a bunch of the same blind guy right which michael kane's character made an observation like huh that's smart not realizing they're all the same dude yeah <laughs> um but these kinds of movies that's what like just with the christian or not christian bale christopher nolan like movies in general are very not open-ended because this one did have a definitive like end like Hugh Jackman's character at the end did get shot and there are Mm -hmm. no more Hugh Jackmans and one of the twins did get hung so there's only one twin and he's the one who survived or he's the one who married Sarah and had Jess so he went Mm -hmm. to go pick up Jess and it was like all right technically he would be the the victor of the story but again Mm -hmm. like he was complicit in everything the other one was doing so he's not the good guy by any means Mm -hmm. but he is the one who got the happy ending because Mm -hmm. he at least got to spend time with his little girl that's right the best case scenario yeah but um like this like his movies create conversation and a movie that you can continue to talk about for literal like years after (laughs) you've seen it Mm -hmm. it it is a good movie oh yeah this movie came out in 2006 Mm -hmm. this movie came out like around the same time that the batman uh the first batman movie came out yeah um so like none of these actors were like huge like i think hugh jackman was in a couple of x-men movies maybe one or two x-men movies by this point okay but like none of these actors were like you know the biggest in the world and he was able to make the story that with great talent yeah that wasn't overpriced quite yet because <laughs> yeah. i don't think uh scar scarlett johansson i don't think was she wasn't black widow yet mm-hmm. like she had been in stuff she was still a well-known actress but she wasn't black widow by any means right like she's which, which now, really made yeah. her name well known right um so that's something that i think was is really cool about christopher nolan movies but yeah just that conclusion with like the big reveal in the warehouse that he'd been drowning himself every time and mm-hmm. that um that he was you know they were twins and right. and all that stuff and that he had been living his act the whole time and then it completely all like evens up with michael kane's character explaining the setup the twist and their yeah. turn and the prestige again to the jess which what do you think we kind of talked about this what do you think cutter right is his michael mm-hmm. kane's character okay so at the very end when they have their big confrontation when christian bale shoots hugh jackman mm-hmm. When Christian Bale is walking in, he passes Michael Caine. And they, like, nod at each other. And he continues but on. I kind of want to watch that scene again because I just recall, like, it just being, like, a friendly, like, I'm just passing somebody, not necessarily a recognition of who you are. Yeah, this is my theory. And so, okay, so my question is, did Cutter know that that was what, like, that Christian Bale was going in there to kill Hugh Jackman? And that there were twins and blah 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 because i yeah. yeah this was my my theory is that cutter knew that they were twins because he said right away as soon as he did it oh he's using a double right and he he's like he to. can't be using a double it's always him that comes out of the box he's like no he's using a double mm-hmm. he's like i know how he does the trick this mm-hmm. is how he, he didn't say explicitly oh they're twins right but he was like no he's using a, they're two different people one goes in one goes out and then they're like no like padded fingers he's like guys 
I'm telling you, I understand how this trick works. Mm -hmm. This is how it works. I've been doing this a long time. And they never believed him, never did anything to him. And then he's like, obsession's a young man's game. So he went on or whatever. Yeah. And his trip alone, they separated. And at the end, like, he wasn't surprised in the least that he was alive because he's like, yeah. Mm. You were the, they're your doubles. Like, mm-hmm. you guys take each other's place. You live the act like you were obsessed with. I know how this works. Mm. That's my theory, is that Cutter knew what was going on. Hmm. And that he's too, he has too much, like, um... But did he know to the point of, like, I will take in Jess until I know the other one will come and get her? Yeah, well, my thought or is that... Or did he get explained He it? has too much, like, honor in the magician's code to mm. tell anybody else how the trick works. Right, well, yeah. So right. he's not going to tell anybody else, because if it's a life or death situation, he's like, it's their situation. Like, I'm not going to spoil the trick for them. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, it's my whole life, so it's their whole life. Yeah. But, yeah, I think he knew that fallon was was christian bale and that he was going to come and pick up the girl they mm. might have conspired a little bit ahead of time it's not 100 percent sure right it's unclear yeah yeah that's that's the movie is it though did we no we didn't cover <laughs> like honestly there's so many other we should things. have recorded this as soon as we got done watching the movie because there's no because so much... i feel like it would have been just bleh and yeah. super everywhere but still there's just so much that it's like you can't it's such a complex movie and it's like a two-hour movie so you can't talk about every single aspect but it is which is why you have to see it it is like genuinely it is a phenomenal movie it is in my top 10 it's great Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just great. And I just love all the levels. Mm-hmm. There's so many themes, so many messages, like so many it's storylines going yeah. on at the same time. It's just, yeah, like the two of us love, absolutely love a movie that raises legitimate questions and can spawn endless conversation. Yeah, and doesn't really have one answer as to how the movie actually right. concludes or they leave it open enough yeah. that you can have conversations and legitimate arguments mm-hmm. sometimes people will make make drama and arguments and conversations where things aren't they'll say they'll make like insinuations about like a marvel movie that it's like you you can't say that because in a previous movie they already established this so mm. you're incorrect by assuming that but yeah. this is its own thing so you can have conversations you can be like it's it encourages theories and mm-hmm. it encourages like disagreements and it encourages conversation right it and, just was way better than it needed to be oh, like yeah. i think you said that earlier it's so much better than it needs to be like it it didn't get probably the popularity that it deserved right and because it, it's so intellectual mm-hmm. that you have to be a person who can it's not understand for everybody yeah mm-hmm. but it is for everybody never really should watch it give <laughs> this man your money um but yeah give this man your money <laughs> Which brings us to, this is rated PG-13. It's PG-13. Because, like, it, I see I struggle with this because at first I was like, wow, like, that was a pretty clean movie when mm. we first finished it. But then you're like, uh, but there's a lot of, like, darkness in it. Right. It covers mature themes. So, mm-hmm. like, content-wise, there's not any sexual content. The right. language is to a minimum. The violence is to a minimum. Right. It's... But the subject matter, like, you see a woman hang herself. Right, that's heavy stuff. Yeah, it's it's not like a 13-year-old can grasp yeah. the idea of desperation to the point where you can only see one way out. Right, or should even be exposed to that. Yeah, so that's kind of the idea that I think we were saying, like, we have a one-year-old, and we obviously wouldn't let her watch this movie. Yeah. We would, we would say, like, 14, 15. Maybe, yeah. If you're able to have a conversation with your kid about 
certain topics beforehand or are able to debrief afterwards. Right. And even at that age, it's I don't even know if a 14 year old would be able to even understand the movie. Yeah. Because so they may not even layered. enjoy it. So would it be worth seeing a drowned man in a tank? I don't think so. Yeah. Unless they can really grasp the depth of mm-hmm. the message of the movie. Yeah. Because there's depth. Yeah. In the message of this movie. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. So, if you are out there and you are just obsessed and it's destroying you and everybody around you, maybe stop. Knock it off. <laughs> just pick up a different hobby, you know? Yeah. You know, buddy, Change careers, just whatever Just become it is. a professional cornholist, whatever they, whatever they are. Seems pretty stress-free. You get on TV and, and just kind of throw bags around, <laughs> you know? Ain't, ain't nobody get hurt over cornhole. Ain't nobody I, get hurt over, like, I'm sure that making... they've made a CSI episode about it, honey. Could be. You know, we get hurt over making wooden birdhouses, entering into your county fair. There's a lot Start. of hidden tools used with birdhouses, there honey. There's a lot of hidden tools. I don't know. I guess two feuding birdhouse makers. I've I've seen enough of these shows to know that you can get killed over just about anything. I guess that's true. <laughs> so, all right. Are we good? I think we're good. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of Couples Co-op. Yes, rate and review us. Um, I found the rate button on Spotify. Did you? It's a button you can hit. I rated us five stars. You were oh, mm-hmm. you think we're five stars? Five stars, four stars, five stars. <laughs> um, yeah, you, it's there. So rate and review us everywhere that you can. <laughs> and be sure after you do that to tell friends you have in which would also be interested in our podcast because because we have an we gotta get the word out mm-hmm. there we are on social media instagram at couples co-op pod and facebook at couples co-op podcast new episodes every single monday we'll see you then bye-bye <laughs>